0: Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Cliffcentral.com.
1: Ooh, what does this button do? Please, please, do not
0: push the button. You have no idea what it is. What the
2: Talking Tech.
1: With the techie guy, Leo Seguin. On Cliffcentral.com.
3: And it is another Talking Tech on com. Talking Tech today is sponsored by MTN Business. Now look after your bottom line, grow your top line, and safeguard your data with MTN Business Cloud. MTN Business Cloud has been built to build African business and is powered by the world's leading cloud solutions from Microsoft. Virtual servers and databases are on demand to cover your business's needs. Big and small businesses can benefit from true hybrid cloud solutions leveraging MTN's global network and secure local Tier 4 business center. For more information, email sales at or visit mtnbusiness.co.za. Welcome to the new world of business. They've got amazing cloud servers and cloud technology and virtualization, and that's what this new tech is all about. But before we starting off there, we've got to start off with an amazing story that's hitting the news, which is Xiaomi is coming to South Africa. Daryl, you heard of this? Uh, no, not yet. Can you enlighten me a little okay, bit? Okay, so this is Daryl Leddington from Auntie News Africa, who's gonna be joining in the studio. Hey. And we're talking about a new disruptive technology that's hitting the South African market. And this is Xiaomi. This is the Chinese company. That is coming to South Africa nice. finally. I like disruptive technology. These guys are doing amazing things. So that's going to be out happening. Kind of in September is the um, interview that's supposed to kind of this leaked breaking news story that happens on Friday. Very, very um, nice. A four thousand rand very high end cell phone. Mm-hmm. Watch out, nice. everybody else. Yeah, it's like the Apple. The they call the, it the Apple of China. Yeah, exactly. This thing has done so well in a couple of years. Has basically become kind of top brand out there. So they're trying to browse, you know kind of get out to the rest of the world. And what is really really cool is that they understand these markets. Yeah. So, like Huawei did when he came to South Africa, the one thing they didn't do was change their name. So a lot of us couldn't actually (laughs) pronounce Huawei. Huawei. There we go. Um, And Xiaomi is not doing the same mistake. They're going to rename to Me, Me. and everybody can say Me. (laughs) Okay. Um, So it's Me Phone. It's Me Phone. Okay, so that's going to come out. Listen, at four grand, you can call it whatever the hell you want. (laughs) It's a meat phone. Meat phone. Okay, so that's coming out. So that's going to be quite cool. So today on Talking Tech, we've got some really, really cool stuff. We have got Craig, um, the CEO of Build, and we have Quentin, who's one of the lead developers at Build. These guys are part of the aspiring innovators who are presenting at the Gartner Symposiums. How's it, guys? creating yourself excellent excellent. so tell us um, give us a quick overview tell me about Build and about this whole Gartner Innovation Symposium what's going on there
4: so Build is a software as a service website builder if you're a small business who wants to get online and start selling products all over the world we make it really easy for you to get a website up and running for next to no cost and you're up in a couple, couple of minutes um, some of our guys have got websites up as fast as 40 minutes and sure. um, Right now, uh, we're growing. We're easy to use, and we've got 38,000 clients in 160 countries. Okay, just say those numbers again. 38,000 38, clients? 38,000 clients in 160 countries. Uh, we're the new kid on the block. We're seven months old. Wow. And um, I guess that's why we're lucky enough to be noticed by Gartner.
3: All right, so how was how your what is your involvement with Gartner? So Gartner's got the Symposium that's kind of this is when the world's brains come together and draw pretty graphs and diagrams but they kind of tell us what's going to happen in the next 12 months.
4: Well this is it. So Gartner is the 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 leading brand in 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 IT and the Gartner Symposium is probably the best event uh in in the southern hemisphere when it comes to gathering the the, the leading minds and also the leading decision makers in IT. And um we have been fairly fortunate in that uh, Gartner is supporting and looking for innovative new tech startups, and uh, we were chosen as, as one of the few who have something new that's changing the market and, and, and making an impression, and uh, we're going to be lucky enough to be presenting on the day. And who do you guys present to? Is it a closed session? Do you present to everybody? So it's a session of all of the major IT decision makers sure. in, in the continent, really.
3: Now, that is a platform to be held, right? Absolutely. Uh, we're very, very fortunate. And how did you guys get into this? Did you, did you approach them? Did they have some sort of um, kind of submit your idea? So there
4: is a call to action that happened. And uh, we happen to be a part of uh, one of the larger LinkedIn groups, uh, which is Tech Founders and Developers Africa. And um, a number of companies submitted and um, I guess they saw merit in us and we're lucky enough to be going through. Okay and then Quinton, from a tech point of view,, well, how is this thing built? Is it kind
3: of will it render on mobile phones? Will it in responsive design? How does this all work?
1: So every website that is built on build will be completely mobile responsive. It will work on all tablets, all phones, no problem whatsoever um, That's just how we design the the system from the top down um it's it's the future it's how it's our site's work nowadays.
3: And from a from a kind of a tech point of view, if I've got no tech ability whatsoever, can I? Just, is like a wizard? You can, you can have, go?
1: We've had clients that have signed up. We've had absolutely no tech experience. They know how to w- use a word processor, basically. Okay. That is kind of the skill level that we're looking at, and they're up and running in forty minutes, like Greg says.
3: Sure. And then once your site is up, do I get my own URL?
1: Do I? Is it kind of? You're, you're fully able to to use your own URL. Hosting is completely included. Okay. Uh, we basically. It's an it's a basically an end-to-end solution. All you need to provide is your um, is your is your uh, domain details, and that's it. And then
3: anything else, kind of, if I want to hook, if I'm very techy, I want to hook this up into my backend
4: systems. Have you got like APIs or things I can plug into it?
1: So yes, we've um, Craig. Do you want to answer that?
4: Sure. So we have a complete set of APIs, both for introducing your existing systems and technologies or applying third parties. If you suddenly decide there is a new feature we yeah. don't perhaps have, we, we have a little button called the third party widget and you can induce uh, any content you'd like from third parties. We also have an app store going live next month where if you've got something you feel is of value to our users, you can include your application in our products.
3: Okay, so I mean a real a real end-to-end solution. Yeah. Like a lot of companies I think have tried it, including Google, funny enough, yeah. and, and, and that just has gone pear-shaped quite, quite quickly. What, what makes yours kind of unique and standing out? I mean, those are impressive numbers, 38,000 companies that literally That's just not very launched.
0: impressive.
4: So I think it's, it's, it's a couple of things. I think it's ease of use. I think the biggest problem with tech is, if I can use a car analogy, no one really cares how an internal combustion engine works. You just want to get in the car and drive exactly. and go. And it's the same thing. So we've made things really easy. Um, we're also a little different. We push versions out every two weeks. So if you as a customer say, I would like this new feature, and we see that it will benefit more than 100 customers. We build it, in about four days, you can email from us saying, hey, we built that thing you wanted. Here it is. All oh, right.
2: Okay.
4: Um, uh, well,
3: can, you, can you then leverage it out to other clients as well? That's it. So we'll deploy so it's it more to More of a community, kind of a community as well. Absolutely.
4: Sure. And it's,
0: it's secure, isn't it, right?
4: So it's fully hosted on Microsoft's Azure platform, where yeah. we're Microsoft Ventures backed okay. and uh, on BizSpark. Um, so. You get all of the benefits. Um, the other nice thing we do, which is, is quite different, is that you are live in 200 milliseconds and 60 points of presence worldwide. So you're not just getting your site. If, if some clients coming from Germany, they're getting the German version. If they're coming from New York, they're getting the New York version. And, it, and again, it really doesn't matter what device you're using, whether it's mobile, et cetera.
3: Nice. Okay. So, finally,
4: um, people want more information. Where can they get a hold of you? They can go to www.getbuild.today. Or on Facebook, Facebook forward slash Get Build, or on Twitter, uh, Twitter forward slash Get Build as well.
3: Okay, fantastic. And when, when is the symposium?
4: Uh, I don't actually have the dates on me, tragically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I at least you, you
3: guys should focus on the tick. Let somebody else make the booking. That's the way it works. <laughs> okay, absolutely, fantastic, guys. Thank you very much for popping into the studio. Um, we're looking forward. We actually will be down there at the symposium, and we'll chat to you Ooh, guys yeah. there. Let's go check it out.
4: Fantastic. Thank you so much, guys.
1: Thank you very much.
0: It real on CliffCentral dot com,
3: and that was Avicii with Insomnia. So, speaking of insomnia, I suppose if you're building websites, one of the things you've got to deal with is insomnia and a <laughs> exactly. lot of caffeine. preferably sponsored by Nespresso. <laughs> hint, hint out there. Just, just, just putting it out there. I don't drink coffee. Yeah, I see mistake number one. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's one of those things you've just got to do. So it's milkshakes. Oh, it's yeah, milkshakes. That's what it was. All right. So Super that's quite cool. So i like to see these guys you know, succeed. You know, these guys coming out of, you know, the woodwork and then yeah. effectively launching at a place like a gardener. I mean, talk about the platform of choice. Um Talking to all the right decision makers. Yeah. And I know Gartner is typically one of those very hard to get into, quite expensive if you want to, um, you know, um, put a stand up there. So for the Garden to recognize that he's good South African talent is actually quite, um, quite awesome. Yeah.
0: And the fact that you can get a website up in 40 minutes. I mean, you and I have sure. experience in building but, Word, sure. WordPress but websites, but 40
3: minutes. But I mean, if, if people who have gotten to know nothing, that's quite a, yeah. that, that, that's quite a thing. It's insane. Right, I like it. Okay, cool. So, in case you've just joined us, we, this is Talking Tech, um, sponsored by MTN Business Today. And we are got – we are. We are. i tell are you what, what? Okay, this, 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 I don't know what they keep on putting in these milkshakes, <laughs> but these Super <laughs> M's are going down well. All right. So, in the studio, we have Daryl Livingston who's going to give me grief for the rest of the day. <laughs> okay. And then, also, we have got Adam Shapiro who is here all the way from Durban, believe it or not. He's the CEO of Autopilot Workflow Solutions. Hello, Adam.
2: Hi, Ron, Thanks for having me.
3: Thanks for coming out. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's a big misconception. This is one of those things that when I moved from Durban to Johannesburg, one of those things that people have said, oh, you've come from Durban, nothing ever happens in Durban. So is that something that you find often?
2: Yeah, we actually f- find that a lot. Um, but actually, it's not true. There's a really active and relevant um, IT or tech kind of solution in, in Durban or industry, industry. in mm. Durban. Consultants are generally surprised when they, when they come there.
3: Well, that's what I keep on telling people when they, you know, that people think of Durban as mschlanger sands, something you do during the July holidays, and the whole of Joba goes down to Durban. Yeah. You think of good curry. And basically a beach that you can actually put your foot into, unlike Cape Town. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty much kind of the, the, the perception. So, I mean, are there like serious tech companies making their way in Durban? I mean, is, it, I mean, let, let's put it this way. Durban is not that far. I mean, it's an hour's flight out of, from Joburg. I used to do this thing often. Um, it's people drive more, sit more in traffic these days to get to work in Joburg than they do to catch a plane to Joburg. How are you finding kind of working out of Durban and trying to do business in the rest of South
2: Africa? Yeah, it's, it's very durable. As you said, the traffic, I mean, I often <laughs> laugh where you spend more time in traffic on the way from meetings in Joburg to the Joburg airport than sure. I do flying to, to, <laughs> um, to Cape, to Durban. Um, but there are a lot of head offices there, Mr. Price, Toyota, Unilever, Derivco, Not. um, and Tongat Hewlett to name but a few, but there's some really exciting startups and, and smaller tech businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, a few examples would be Zappa. Mm-hmm. Um, a oh, yeah, mobile app that makes pay Yeah, makes the payment cards Exactly, okay. 100% so Are they Durban-based? They, yeah, they're, oh, they, they're Durban-based You learn so, something
3: new every yeah, day knew that This so, is what the show is about Educating people mm-hmm. Us included,
2: apparently <laughs> <laughs> Right? And other companies out of, uh, out of Durban? Other companies You've got the UX Foundry Who started off on a similar, similar road to us Started their lives as a user experience consultancy And then they saw these um, WhatsApps and so on being developed, and thought, well, there must be a messaging app for businesses. Okay. And they developed uh, X and Go, which is their mobile app for for businesses. Nice. Um, no Logo Studios, a, a great company, who developed My Bonseller. Um, There's some interesting named companies that come out of (laughs) (laughs) out of Durban, and
3: they're
2: influencing the the path uh, from the manufacturer to incentivize salespeople. Um, So it's a B two B transaction with direct cash based rewards for sales and other soft rewards. They've also developed a system called ShipScene, which uh, we were involved with earlier in in our previous lives, and that's a (laughs) a fantastic system that tracks ships around in the harbour and outside the durban harbour
3: wow okay so i mean look i mean obviously for a besides the ship scene the guys who have to be physically located in durban a lot of these companies could have literally been plucked out of i mean could have been from
2: silicon valley could be from anywhere the fact that they happen to be based in durban is clearly by choice hundred percent i mean the advantages to to durban as you've said are just you know, staggering in summer we're often at the beach by four thirty and um, had a good surf for a run and we in the office by seven o'clock. So it's not a lack of productivity. It doesn't affect our productivity. We just spend our time on the beach instead of in traffic. When you, I mean, you choose to do that. Why basically. are we still in traffic
3: well, Yeah, well that's the whole, see, that's what I'm trying to kind of get to the bottom of is well, that you can actually operate perfectly fine out of Durban paying Durban rates because I'm assuming salaries and rental and all that has got to be cheaper than Headline sent and kind of stuff, right?
2: 100%. Um, the, the salaries are, are cheaper, even though we, there is a serious shortage of, of software developers or in the country. Well, but in other particularly-
3: words, an opportunity. So if there's a good developers out there who are looking to chill by the beach and uh, enjoy some good Durban, um, drinks, let's go with that. <laughs> um, yeah, let's go with drinks. So, um, yeah, I mean, so if, if you're good, you, you should be able to re- have the best of both
2: worlds. 100%. So that's a huge opportunity. Um,
3: What else is happening down there? I mean, look, do communities get together? I mean, I know Joburg is always bitching and moaning that, um, you know, it takes a long time to get something organized in Durban. So Mm. an event happens in Joburg, it sells out within minutes, um, you know, Mobile Monday, you've got – I mean, you've got a lot of these these organizations. They have an event, instantly they get filled up. But they always complain whenever they're trying to organize something in Durban – Durban people are either like lastminute.com, couldn't, you know, it's like, oh, well. Uh, on th- the beach. This thing tonight, yeah, we might as well go. Um, <laughs> well, are there actually events happening there? Was this true, not true? Well,
2: the downside of going to the beach at 4.30 in the morning means you have to be asleep by 7.30 <laughs> at night. So <laughs> as long as the events are before then, then it's great. No, I'm joking. It's um, there, There's a lot of… Um, a lot of events on the go in fact last week it wasn't tech related but last wednesday we had Profef, professor jonathan jansen speaking as well as chris chris bertich the big wave surfer yeah. launching his book so like Durbanites are choosing you which, know which one do I go, to, I go to which is which is unusual for durban
3: two but events the, on the same day it <laughs> <Yeah>. cannot be <laughs> okay nice
2: um but there are there are, are a lot of events happening and i think one of our Downsides, if you like, is that we don't communicate them enough. Because even just researching um, to, to come on your show, I found two events that I didn't know of, and I've been around that a while a and I like to think um, <laughs> I know what's happening in, in Durban. So we've got events like the Agile Durban, which meets regularly to promote uh, agile development, mm-hmm. um, Code Retreats, a day long intensive practice mm-hmm. event focusing on the fundamentals of, of software dev. Um, uh, Good company in, in Durban, Chili Soft just launched Lean Coffee, which they found, uh, Durban or software developers in general come to events, but don't say a word right. and just want to listen to other people talk and, and just hide in, in the back. And Lean Coffee opens that up, doesn't have one particular speaker, but more little groups no that groups. get together. And it's, it, it's, it's conducive to to stop software developers' mindset, if you Well,
3: like. I must say, that's the one thing I did find the difference between Durban and Joburg. I mean, having kind of now feet in both camps is that it's exactly what you're saying. Durban gets – people get to an event. They go with the fir- two people that they go with. They hang with the same two people. Let's get the information. They really absorb the information yeah. and go home. Whereas in Joburg, it's very different. The guys come in by themselves. The first thing they'll walk up with business cards, go, Hi, my name is – what do you do? And they're very kind of more, more open to that. Yeah. I suppose it may be a different mindset. Maybe it's just a closer, a, you know, a closed community. I don't know. It, it just, it seems that there's an opportunity there. And that's why I like these kind of events, which don't focus on one speaker. They want you to network. Um, it's like a mobile Monday, for example, is one of the, is one of those events. Are you, are you finding that as well? Are the guys kind of having uh, like their little clicks or are they more of a, um, kind of let's go and learn and, and, and meet new people?
2: yeah so we um last Monday we were quite fortunate or very fortunate to be um, invited to a Microsoft biz Park event conducted by beth suzanne who 's an American um, specialist in in presentations and so on and she 's now living in Amsterdam and she was just comparing the uh-huh. um, you know Americans being bigger and better than than everyone else and so on and in Amsterdam, she said it was the complete opposite they have the tall poppy syndrome where if you get too good you get cut down and after us all doing our presentations we she thought we were kind of in the middle of that so not nearly as confident as the americans and perhaps we could be in our in our business um just telling people exactly what we do and Mm. and how we do it but um she yeah she, she was impressed with what she heard
3: but it's interesting because, I mean, different countries, I suppose, have got their own way of doing things. Um, and as long as you're willing to adapt your business when you're presenting to those kind of countries, you should be able to do, to fit in quite well. I think a lot of times people we get stuck in the same thing. We've got the same PowerPoint presentation that we present regardless of who the client is. And that doesn't always really work. Sometimes we have
2: to adapt where we are to what we're doing. 100%. And we need to adapt our personalities as well. We need be yeah. quiet and humble. Outside of business, but when you're presenting, sure. you've got a one minute pitch A five minute pitch. You need to you be out there, right? Tell people how good you are. Um, you
3: know, Daryl, when we were in China, it's one yeah. of those things that you really notice, like straight off the bat, besides the dodgy food and uh, that there's no birds uh, and, uh, and there's no <laughs> atmosphere. But besides kind of minor things like that, like um, oxygen, yeah. um, you know, one of the things we did notice is that how people present themselves, the first thing they do is walk around with a wad of business cards, yeah, and you got to accept them in a certain way with two hands. And you can't just accept a business card and stick it in your pocket. That's rude. You've got to look at the business card, turn it over and examine it. Give it a good feel. Get a, uh, yeah, really get in there. Like really understand it. And the business card as well. As well. Love yeah. that business card. <laughs> <laughs> she was quite pretty. Um, so the, the thing is that different countries are do, just simply do things differently. And I think the guys that succeed are the guys who can kind of really adapt to those circumstances. I mean, let's talk about um, autopilot itself.
2: Where, what, what, give it a like, look. What's the overview? What does AutoPilot actually do? So Autopilot is a, a cloud-based workflow automation system that manages the flow of data through a business. And we generally, we, we look for smaller businesses or businesses between 10 and 50 people who have chaos in their business. They're really good at, at what they do. But there's just tasks flying all over the place, and people try and manage those with pieces of paper, with emails, Mm. um, with task management systems that they've developed, and you know they, they end up spending more time on the admin than than doing what they do in business.
0: Yeah, doesn't that cause a little bit of loss in translation as well, from what they're setting out to do to the actual end point?
3: Yeah, exactly, and well, that's exactly, because I mean, you, you're trying to, you're saying, I think we should do A, B, and C. Yeah. By the time the person reads it, it's kind of two weeks later, and it's mistranslated, spending, a, wasting a lot of time going down the wrong path. Anyway.
0: Yeah. So you need something a little bit more solid.
3: So how, I mean, how does the system work? Do you sign up as a business? Like, give us kind of the the ins and outs. So, what
2: happens? So yeah, I mean you would sign up, you need a, a champion within your business who who would sign up and then that champion would be the admin user and they invite uh, other other people. We're really strict on on security, so obviously I can only see what I'm allowed to see. Yeah. So the admin user would say I mean a simple example would be a support desk mm-hmm. um workflow whereas i 'm the administrator, I need techie x to do the work, and the client needs to be notified that um, the work has been is being done right. and then accounts need to know that uh, that the system's billed for um, mm-hmm. so you would set up that process you would set up a form that you, maybe your paper based form you would um, create that in digital create the f- the flow of those documents, and then set up your workflow
3: so i mean effectively Everything that you're currently doing on paper, you can then take online, take into the cloud, and then, I suppose, because it's cloud-based, as long as you've got the right security credentials, you can possibly access it from from anywhere, right?
2: 100%. And that's the the way the world's going. I mean, the previous speaker spoke about very, very similar things, getting, in their case, getting their website Mm -hmm. up really quickly. Ours is all about rapid development as well, even though our process is a little bit more complex you know you're dealing with business systems and so on so we've got a really complex system under the hood as we call it but we try and make it as user friendly for for our clients as possible
3: i think that's the one thing we we always tend to forget is that it looks very simple on the front you know you go new and you put a name in and you put next and it all just magically works and you go oh well geez anybody could have done this what you don't realize is that under the hood is a lot of code a lot of development a lot of Beta testing
2: and a lot of things that break, and you kind of need to get those the basics right. Hundred percent, and there's so many different variables. Um, you know, you don't think of that just a simple leave Mm-mm-mm. process. If I want to go and leave, I ask you. But what happens now if you're on leave yourself? How does the system calculate public holidays, uh, religious sure. holidays, and, and so on? So suddenly the system grows and grows. But our system or our philosophy is all about getting up and running quickly. Don't focus on the exceptions. Let's get you up there. Mm-hmm. Let's get you up and running. And then we'll tweak the exceptions later on because often you yeah. realize that those exceptions don't come up as often as, as you think. If you're looking for problems, I mean, you'll find them essentially. But nine times
3: out of ten, your day-to-day business just runs on regular day-to-day business stuff. Yeah. Somebody wants to leave to send in a leave form, There is someone who needs to approve it. You know, Yes, that person could be on leave as well, but the chance of that person and that person and the next person being on leave at the same time, that's
2: very much the exception. 100%, and that's where, you know, IT development gets a bad rap because suddenly sure. you're catering for those exceptions and your project's over budget, over, over time, and, and so on. Okay. Uh, I mean,
3: but what, what, what is the tech that the thing is built on? What's the underlying element of this?
2: So, you know, as, as with your previous, um, previous speakers, we are Microsoft Chop. We also in the Microsoft Bizpark program and they've been amazing offering really good support on both on the uh, software side, but also on the business skill side. So we are Microsoft Chop developed systems developed in HTML5, a SQL database, and then also hosted on the, on the Azure platform.
3: Okay. So everything's gone Azure. Everything's gone to the cloud. But yeah. I think that's what Microsoft. Um, I mean, Daryl, we've had a lot of experience with these guys. Yeah. they've done really well by finding the right kind of partners and mm. building them up to that to that level, right? Mm.
0: And the nice thing is, it's it's a secure
3: platform, so at yeah. least the guys are safe. Oh, and I think when are starting off, one of the things you don't want to worry about is that. Yeah, you know, there's so many things to worry about running a business. Um, you know, if they can take care of most of that issues for you. And give you training, and not just technical training, but as you said, Adam, is giving you more business training as well. Like, for example, that session you've just had on presentations. You know, that's kind of, you would think, why would Microsoft care about your presentation skills? It's not about PowerPoint. It's about how you present your business. I suppose the more successful you are, the more successful Azure is, the more successful the cloud is, and your association with with, with them as well. Um, Right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back after this. If you've got any questions, don't forget to reach us out at um, CliffCentral.com on Twitter, and um, the we, um, WeChat official ID is Cliff Central. Daryl, what is your Twitter handle? Well, you can get me on at Daryl Lenington or at It News Africa. Otherwise, get a hold of me. It's at @liron_segev underscore S-E-G-E-V, and we'll take your questions
2: after this.
1: This is CliffCentral.com. With the techie
0: guy, Liron Segev, on CliffCentral.com. And <laughs> and that was Felix Jane and Jasmine Thompson with Ain't Nobody Loves Me Better. I think your DJ voice is getting
3: much better. It's getting a lot better, Liron, A, a lot, lot, lot better. better. Okay. All right. So we're back on Talking Tech on CliffCentral.com. And we're talking to Adam Shapiro, CEO of Autopilot Workflow Solutions from Durban. And yes, believe it or not, there is great tech coming out of DERBs. And if you missed the conversation earlier, um, Autopilot basically provides workflow solutions for corporates, um, specifically companies that don't want to chase paper and chase forms and leave forms. And then um, just before the break, we asked you to get a hold of us if you got any questions, and you guys did. So, Daryl, you can fire one with your first question. So, Adam,
0: we've discussed uh, leave forms and that sort of thing. So, what does Autopilot actually do? What what other like features and benefits do you guys have
2: sure so leave is one of our bugbears if you like because okay. everyone if you think of leave of workflow the first thing you think of is either a it's for corporates yeah and it's it's not suitable for small businesses or b i need to automate my leave process yeah so we obviously have to go with that and our, our leave workflows are in the system as long as a lot of your um Secondary type workflows, but we also really want to focus on business type workflows. So things like you uh, dealing with your customers. So one of our most popular workflows, or one of our most popular templates, is the support workflow, okay. which enables you to tell. Um, so a support request come, comes in, and in our case, someone needs to do some some work on a on a system. Um, you could notify as the administrator. You could notify the person doing the work that he or she needs to do the work. At the same time, an automated email goes out to your customer to let them know that you're working on the pro- on their on their problem, so they get peace of mind of the transparency and and what's happening within um, within that that process. Once the person has done the work, then they. Close off that task again. The client gets notified, and our admin or our accounts department get notified that you've done the work and that's a billable transaction.
0: Okay, so basically, like a breakdown is my emails stop working. Uh, contact support. Support sends someone through to me to fix my emails, and they get billed, basically. Hundred percent. Hundred percent.
3: I say what's cool is that the fact that everybody is in the loop. And I think one of the biggest yeah. complaints that we have with with clients is that um, you know you, you've requested certain things, and you've requested certain processes. You've you know you've logged a support call, you've logged a customer query, and nobody knows what's going on after you press the send button. Whereas with this system, it sounds like you've got a lot of exposure
2: if your business wants to expose those things. Hundred percent, and you. So the people that need to know what's or that know what's going on is the business owner mm-hmm. because you've got a dashboard or he's got a dashboard where you can log in and see how many requests are outstanding in all the different facets of a, of their business. Um, the person doing the work, it's nice and clear. It just pops up on autopilot. They do what they need to do. And then as we said, the customer also has has transparency there. Okay, so Angie
3: sends us a message just saying, sounds awesome, obviously sounds very expensive, um, but you're targeting a small, medium businesses. Surely the two don't go together.
2: Sure, so so that's also one of the stigmas attached to workflows is you hear the word workflow and you hear the word expensive yes. and long time to, to <laughs> develop. Yeah. So we, we've taken that in, into consideration. Um, first of all, what we've got is a free trial on our website. So there's... Um, no cost to that. You log in and you can set up your, your business, um, for free for the first 30 days. Thereafter, we have two packages. One is 180 rand per user per month for unlimited workflow numbers and unlimited workflow types. So you can go wild, set up all your templates mm-hmm. and carry on. The other option is 90 rand per user per month and then two rand per workflow started. So those are two affordable packages. And the the third thing that we have is there's no lock-in contract. Um, so if you're not happy with, with our product at the end of the month, you leave, we give you back your data and everyone's happy. But fortunately, no one's taken us up on that offer. So (laughs) it seems to be going well. Yeah.
3: But I think, you know, the thing is that when it comes to running a business, there's certain running costs that the business needs to incur very much, whether it's tech, whether it's retail, whether it's whatever, you're going to have to pay rent, you're going to have to pay staff, you're going to have to pay electricity, you're going to have to pay mobile phone costs, data costs. Those things are just part of the of, of the cost of doing business. Mm. Well, with workflows, one of those things that you don't think about, but once you start using it, then you realise, hold on, how much time am I actually saving by not having to follow up on paperwork, not having to kind of chase people, especially if you have a business that's got multiple offices around the country. You know, it, these things are a great time saver as well. So, yes, you're paying 180 rand for unlimited um, workflows. But what's it saving you from a timing point of view, from a productivity point of view, and that's kind of the big element that people need to
2: uh, to to bear in mind as well. And LeRon, to be honest, that's been our biggest challenge. I mean, often when we first started this business, we thought we'd be educating people in the cloud and and so on. Hmm. People are, are have accepted the cloud, um, and that isn't our our main stumbling block. Our main stumbling block is when you mention rent and so on. Sure. People expect to pay that. Yeah. Um, So I guess my point is people don't know that they've got a problem at the moment. They think, well, that's what happens. I email someone, they don't get back to me. I email them again, they might get back to me and so on. Once that system's automated, they realize, sure, this is actually incredible. Um, But our biggest challenge has been to educate Mm -hmm. people in in that, to say, okay, well, try this out. It's actually going to save you. And that's why I think we haven't had any customers drop off. But I mean, I think once you
3: see it for yourself in your own business – then the penny drops and then mm. it kind of clicks, which is why I dig the 30 day free trial. Well, load up just your leave form, for example. Because yeah. kind of, obviously everyone's biggest bugbear is managing staff. Load up something, start using the system, and I think once you're in there, you'll understand hold on, for 180 bucks for my five users, you know, per user, it's not big money. Mm. Um, you'll spend more on that on a company's like lunch every once in a while. Um, and this kind of gives you all your productivity under one roof. Yeah.
2: Well, we certainly spend a lot more on the coffee that you mentioned <laughs> earlier for those guys so now build, building the system. But yeah, I mean, so we've maybe offered too much within our system and it just becomes overwhelming. And people say, no, well, it's almost mm. too much for me. So what we've done is gone industry specific, particularly into or what we're working on as a phase two is, particularly the accounting industry the no, IT not. industry okay, really focus on problems okay. around those um, those industries as, but, uh, as well as the general hr I think and that's
3: and smart because i mean people do get lost in the tech um, and then sometimes a system that does 300 things is actually worse off than a system that does five because people log on especially people who are new to the whole workflow automation thing They don't want to be in and kind of absolutely bogged down with with everything um they just want to do what they want to do. It must just solve one one issue for you. And I suppose that that does it for you, right? Hundred percent. Um okay, got another question here. Sorry, Daryl, before you jump in there. No another worries. question here. Um Nora wants to know um where are your customers and how and I can add on to that, um, how are you reaching your customers? Obviously, you're based in Durban. Does that prohibit you from seeing people or seeing customers? Is everything online? How are you reaching out?
2: Um so yeah, we've because we've been in the industry for a while, been around for a while. Um, we've got a lot of associates that we know around the Durban area, so we've been contacting them and building up our, our customer mm. base from from there. Um, from there, we developed our blog, which is live on our website autopilot.co.za, and we're constantly informing people not only about our product but also about small business in general or. Workflow in general and business trends in, in, in general. So that's, that's been a good source of, um, of customers for us and just getting us known, um, around. Um, we're also doing, spending a lot of time and, and money on, on SEO and getting our name out there on, on the web. Mm-hmm.
3: That's important. I mean, we all, are you doing social media campaigns like tweets and promoted tweets and all
2: of those things? A hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, so we're working, working nice. hard on that, um, especially in LinkedIn and, and Twitter. Okay. Um, so our clients at the moment are, are based in the, in the Durban region and we're speaking to quite a few people up here in, in, in Joburg. And then by the end of the year, we want to be into the, in the States as well. So our long-term goal, and that's why okay, we've so also gone to Azure route is to to move off into the states as well
3: so the fact is that you're based out of out of durban
2: doesn't hamper you in any way shape or form from what it sounds like it really doesn't i mean you know it's so easy to get up here to Joburg to cape town if we need to and overseas but we find once we've met like that face-to-face interaction is quite important but mm. generally the first time after that yeah. um once i know your face i don't need to be Sure, looking at your face with, with respect, <laughs> <laughs> and here endeth
3: our interview. Okay. Security, <laughs> bye. Um, no, but it, but it is right. I mean, first of all, we've got Skype. We've got a lot of a lot of those kind of video conferencing technologies. Anyway, um, yes, if you you do speaking engagements, and yes, if you are presenting at a tech conference, you've obviously got to be there to do it. Um, but after that, once people sign onto your system, I mean, Facebook doesn't see it doesn't do a face to face interview with every business that signs up. You know, it's a system, it's a platform. You sign up and you get the service. It's as simple, simple as that. How do people pay for your, for the system?
2: Is it EFT? Is that credit card? Is that a? Um, it's generally credit card. Okay. So, um, we don't take any, uh, credit card, sure. uh, figures for the trial. Um, but after that, you asked to put in your credit card details. They are stored at one of our, our service provider. Your details are stored at our service provider and then that money gets deducted from your, from your account every month.
3: Okay so we 've got a question here from just me on the WeChat. He says, "Do the emails need to go through your servers? in other words,
2: do they have to change any MX records or anything like that? No, um, we handle all of that, um, but we see email and SMS as a secondary function, so all of our data is housed within autopilot and, and you log on and see whatever requests you have on autopilot, but we offer email as a, as a secondary um, yeah, so suppose, an added bonus, if you like. I
3: suppose you're trying to get rid of the whole email trail. Um, so when, I'm assuming what just, what he means is also that if you're in the business of a leave form, I mean, we're going back to the leave form, you've got to be notified that you've received it, that you received a new leave form to approve. Do you get notified of that via email, via an SMS, how do you, how do I get
2: notified that you want to take leave? Um yes by by you right. set that up in the in the beginning cuz you don't want to be bombarded with emails sure. and so on so um, you can set it up based on your on that particular request whether you want to get emailed whether you want to get sms or whether most of our customers log on to autopilot every morning and then see what right, what tasks right. they have uh, through, throughout the day
3: Okay, so I mean a company who's got sensitive emails and there's not MX record changes, there's not, they don't need to
2: change their tech on their side to make it work with your system. Not at all. And in fact, we see that as a huge plus to our system is that Mm. the security is, is so key and your audit trail is, is, is vital because you can log in at any time. You have a legal query, you can log in there and that every step of the way is, is documented in our, in our database.
3: And from a puppy compliance, are you kind of all um, out there? Because obviously now you, you've got a whole bunch of in- sensitive information. Um, yes, it is secure because of Azure. Um, I'm assuming Microsoft has to be puppy compliant. I mean, for obvious reasons, right?
2: One hundred percent. So um, we often see the cloud as a. You know, everyone's complaining about the cloud being insecure. A lot of people complain mm-hmm. about the cloud being insecure, and they want your their their servers sitting. In the <laughs> office that they can go and kick and so on, but the reality is your server in your office is only as secure as your data sure. administrator. Mm-hmm. So what we're saying is that underlying tech is is secure, and then we can guarantee that we will keep the um, keep, keep that secure. So um part of the BizPark program has been to help us with the the legal aspect, and yeah, we are hundred percent copy. Or, so, as, as, as good compliant as. as we can until poppy is, is fully regulated.
3: Because, I mean, that's coming. That's quite, that's yeah. – I don't know. I don't, I'm not
2: sure whether that's a thing
3: or whether it's just a whole bunch of lawyers making a hell of a lot of consulting money to try <laughs> make sure to scare the hell out of you to make sure that you <laughs> do, do, do the right thing. Um, so another question from um, – let me just find his name – from Julius. He wants to know, once you sign up for the 30-day free trial and then you choose not to continue, what happens to that data?
2: So th- that data gets uh, gets deleted off the off the system. Like deleted, deleted, or like Ashley Madison, deleted, deleted. We um, you know we we wouldn't be in business if we if we didn't uh, guarantee their security. There. That's what Ashley says. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I mean it's a, it's a valid question because the whole thing of I think
3: the one thing that the Ashley Madison hackers kind of woken people up to is the fact is that you just don't know. I mean, people paid nineteen dollars to get their stuff removed off Ashley Madison's site, and they took their nineteen dollars, but just forgot to press the delete button. Um, and and that's quite a thing because you, assuming that it's been done, and I'll send you a nice email to say, "Congratulations, your stuff was deleted," uh, allegedly. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming. Obviously. Yeah, and so a bunch of obviously. hackers get a hold of it. Uh, there and we then, go. Yeah. Then
2: they're done. So we've got a, a good uh, checklist in place there, and that is that we pay. Azure for um, <laughs> for the data that we store, so it's a very good incentive for us to delete that data. Otherwise, we we pay for You're that data. For it, yeah.
3: All right. So, speaking of paying for the data, can I upload documentations onto the site onto the workflow if I want to attach a certain form with a certain process?
2: Can I do that? Hundred percent. So, our system generally we would build forms within the system if it's a if it's a common uh, workflow type. Mm-hmm. Um, but if not, you can, if you just have a one-off Word document that you want to send around the room, you attach that. The other thing that we do, obviously, so going back to the, the leave example, <laughs> is that um, your sick leave forms and so on can get attached. So if I take sick leave, you, my strict boss, wants to know that I wasn't yeah. at know, the beach. out on the, on the beach in Durban. Surfing, for uh, yeah. example. Yeah, yeah exactly. at 4.30 a.m. in the morning. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. At... Uh, 10.30 yeah. 10, a.m. in the morning, <laughs> and I um, attach my sick leave um, form, which which goes through that process. Okay, so, so, I,
3: so I can actually add additional stuff to this, 100%. Ah,
0: so you, you essentially target small businesses, but what happens if a large corporate approaches you?
2: Um, we, we have, uh, we have some large corporates on, our, on our books, but that takes a lot more time and we have to go and customize the, the system for, for them. Okay. Um, but we also have a, a secondary feature where we allow or we ask, uh, corporates to buy autopilot licenses for their suppliers. Okay. Um, it's a great win for everyone because they get valuable BE points, um, uh, ah. in the point, in, in mm-hmm. the, Form of enterprise development points and, and supplier development points, also they 're making a real difference it 's not just throwing out yeah, money right. and, and, and so on they 're making a real difference to these suppliers and the third benefit is that they will hopefully add benefit if their suppliers are working more efficiently and effectively mm. will really help the corporate in in uh, managing their relationship with uh, with that supplier nice. Okay. So people need
3: to get a hold of you or get more information. How do they do that?
2: Um, it's best through the, the website, autopilot.co.za, where they can see all the features that we have on, on our system. Otherwise, um, on Twitter, autopilot underscore app. And, um, otherwise email me at adam at autopilot.co.za
3: and sign up, give it a bash and then see what your business has actually
2: been missing.
3: That's quite a thing, right? Yeah. So, Adam, thank you very much for popping in. Thank you for flying up um to to see us. As you said, um it's an hour away. I think I spent more trying to get to the studio today. Six hours of, by car. Well, uh, yeah, sometimes it's just easier. This isn't when it's jumped on the traffic to the airport. Never mind um anything else. Um is a bit is a bit hectic. So um I must say one of the cool things I'm busy playing with at the moment, um, is something called NuviCam, yeah. which is a GPS from Garmin. It's also got a built-in dash cam Oh, nice! So as you're travelling, you can actually see the insanity on the road, and you can push a button to record it. And you go back and you play the stuff back. And it's actually unbelievable the crap that we got to deal with on the road. So maybe Adam flying is probably a lot more safer than the you know us just trying to get get to work. But yeah. this, um, you know, we don't. When I got this little newbie thing, I thought, well, do we need another GPS? You know, do another unit? Because I mean, we've all got like, know, stuff on our phones that can navigate. But this thing is just insane. Um, and it's very, very cool to be able to record a whole bunch of stuff. Everything that you say in the car happens, it gets recorded as well. So oh, nice. note to self. Um, when you flip and sorry, I'll try to put this whole thing on YouTube and I'm going, Oh, I can't use that clip. Uh, I can't use that clip. Uh, okay. So now I've got to be very careful, but, um, that newbie cam, I think it's, um, like just under five grand, but, um, it's like a little tablet. It's really, really cool. And live traffic. And for Joburg, one of the greatest things that we need is this live traffic. I actually wanted to ask you, how secure is the mounting on the NuviCam? I'll tell you what, un friggin leaveable really? Okay, Because I've had a lot of these things. And then, you know, they just do just, just, just don't do the job. Um, these things is magnetic. So the mounting stays locked onto your windscreen or whatever it is. Okay. You can um, when you get out the car, you simply take this thing off without unscrewing, without doing anything. Literally, pull it off, stick it in your cubby hole. When you want to put it back on, you just attach it like a magnet. Nice. And I think is really really cool. Um, I didn't think I would dig it. Uh, I actually. Uh, I love this thing to bits.
0: Yeah, because I'm one of those people who's plagued with the
3: GPS that keeps falling off and I I play catch
0: with the GPS
3: on the road. You won't have a problem with this. This thing is, I mean, this thing they've given, clearly they've got a lot of experience in this, in this industry and they've done this like really, really well. Um, I absolutely dig this. So to solve our traffic problem, this is one of those, one of those things.
2: So I've just had a call from one of our Durban surfers to say, is it waterproof? Because um, things are be- getting a bit uh, busy in the surf there. <laughs> and uh, in fact, he's an autopilot client who's uh, got his business on autopilot and now can spend time on the beach. So it, There we go. Another
3: advantage of using the system. All right, guys. I think this is another hour wrapped up of Talking Tech brought to you this time sponsored by MTN and MTN will like to let us now look after your bottom line, grow your top line, and safeguard your data with MTN Business Cloud. MTN Business Cloud has been built to build African business and is powered by the world's leading cloud solutions from Microsoft. Virtual servers and databases are on demand to cover your business's needs. Big and small businesses can benefit from true hybrid cloud solutions, leveraging MTN's global network and secure local Tier 4 business center. For more information, email sales at mtnbusiness.co.za, or visit emptyinbusiness.certer.za. Welcome to the new world of business.
1: Talking Tech with the Tech Guy. This is
3: cliffcentral.com.